Welcome to another segment of the Agricultural Market Viewpoint. This is a podcast where we discuss various themes influencing the agricultural economy here at home in South Africa and beyond our borders. We are in that time of the year where discussing the weather is going to be an ongoing theme. And there are two reasons I'm visiting this topic today. Uh, Firstly, we are a month away from the upcoming 2022-23 summer season. Um, The farmers in the eastern regions of South Africa will start planting from around 15th of October. Uh, Eastern regions, I'm referring mainly to the eastern free state, Pumalanga, KwaZulu-Natal, Eastern Cape, and some regions of Limpopo, you will start seeing farmers um, are getting on the ground and the fields turning brown in these regions in about a couple of weeks uh, from now. And that means then uh, the weather becomes an important issue because people only plant if they hope that they will get good rainfalls and uh, any seeds they put on the ground will be able to germinate and give them plants. And the other reason I'm I'm visiting this topic is that uh, about a week ago, we received two important reports, one from the South African Weather Service, where they were talking about their latest views on the La Nina weather phenomenon. And the same report uh, from the Australian weather uh, authorities, which are also looking at the prospects of a La Nina occurrence in the upcoming 2022-23 season. The message coming out of both of these organizations is somewhat in line. Uh, The Australians are seeing 70% uh, chance of occurrence of the La Nina weather phenomenon uh, when the 2022-23 summer season starts. And the South African authorities are also forecasting um, this weather occurrence. Now, La Nina for us in South Africa basically means that we will have um, a chance of above normal rainfall. While for people in East Africa or in South America, that weather phenomenon means that they could experience um, a drought. So it is, of course, then a major worry globally because South America is an important player when we think about global grains and oil seeds. And if they are experiencing drought, there are consequences for global agriculture. And East Africa is one of those regions that has been experiencing droughts, wars and uh, crop diseases and infestations like fall armyworms. And it hasn't been doing well in as far as agricultural output for some time. And if they could be hit by another drought, it means then that the food security concerns will remain a major issue on that part of the world. Now, the numbers we have uh, or the estimates that we have also come in an environment where we were worried that um, the Northern Hemisphere, for example, experienced ex- extreme heat and drought over the past few months. Uh, and then the question then that stuck with us, which is something that I had mentioned in this podcast in one of the earlier segments, was to whether the Southern Hemisphere could also experience similar extremes of weather conditions. Uh, of course, for us in South Africa, it doesn't mean drought um, and, and, and heat waves, but weather will experience similar extremes of excessive rains uh, on our side and maybe extreme uh, heat in South America and East Africa. A repeat of such weather phenomenon would of course be disastrous uh, for for agriculture in all of these regions. Either you're experiencing extreme heat or you're experiencing um, excessive rains. Because when you're experiencing excessive rains, both are so extreme heat. The issue is not only about crops and fruits, but also livestock um, in uh, uh, situations where there's extreme weather, wet weather conditions, the livestock industry is exposed to a range of disease occurrences. And in South Africa, we already 
already seeing this. We are emerging from a season that was rather quite wet than, than normal. That's the 2021-22 summer season. There were crop damages, uh, but what helped us is that by January this year, uh, many regions were able to get a bit of a breather and farmers could replant. And in livestock industry, we saw uh, increased disease incidences. Even now, we're still struggling with some of the diseases um, in that uh, part of our agricultural system. So that's one of the reasons we are watching um, this issue of the weather conditions. But I think the most important thing now is that the South African Weather Service is saying there is a possibility of a weak La Nina state this year, which means then in my interpretation, this could bring moderate rains um, across South Africa. And then if we could get the moderate rainfalls, uh, which would be slightly above normal, that would mean that we would have a good agricultural season, not only on crops, but on fruits and also livestock. We won't be exposed to diseases um, that we had feared uh, at the start of this year when we were seeing how the summer season was starting um, in, a, in a rather more uh, excessive rains. And the, 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 the report that these co colleagues at the South African Weather Service released, they suggest that uh, we'll start to see higher rainfall from about October all the way into January. And this to us is a very important part because when we talk about the weather market in South Africa, it basically means that we need good rains from October, which is when farmers plant, all the way to February, which is where some of the major crops are germinating. By major crop, I'm referring largely to grain and oil seeds um, in this point. That's maize, that's soybeans, that's sunflower seeds, sorghum, dry beans. All of those, they need excessive or good rains and good moisture until they germinate around about February. And these estimates that we're having, um, it appears to me that that's actually what we will receive, especially if it continues uh, to be on a weekly Nina cycle, which is what the South African Weather Service is basically saying at this time around. So we will be watching um, that. And after February, you really need warmer weather conditions because the crop have already uh, um, flowered and then they are entering the maturation stages. So right after pollination or flowering, then you enter that maturation stages and you need some bit of heat there to aid the crop as it matures. And all of what I'm reading on the report that the South African Weather Service released um, on the 1st of September this year, it points in my interpretation to this sort of a, of an outlook, which would be favorable for us, if you would point um, on this way. The Australians weren't that clear as to whether they are expecting a weak La Nina or a stronger one. All that they did, they said, we are in a La Nina cycle. We see 70% chance of occurrence. This is three times the normal likelihood um, of an event forming in a year, in any year. So, which means that they are confident on a La Nina, but they are not clear whether it's going to be a weak one or a stronger one. Uh, which is why I'm leaning in my, in my explanation on what the South African Weather Service uh, was saying. Now, back to the point that I had made earlier to say if we were to be in a harsh La Nina weather event and that would lead to drought in South America, that would be a major issue because Brazil and Argentina combined those two countries, they make up about 14% of global maize production. And also combined, they make up about 50% of global soybean production. Now, if you are in a La Nina, strong La Nina state, which leads to drought in South America, this means then that uh, those rich, those countries could experience uh, a rather poorer crop. In the current estimates that for 2022-23, 
our production estimates coming out of the colleagues at the International Grains Council in London, they say both South Brazil and Argentina will pretty much see a good crop. They are estimating that Brazil soybeans could be up, maize also could be up in the maize production estimates. They expect that uh, uh, Brazil's maize harvest could be up by 7%, um, estimating it at around about 123 million tons. Uh, Argentina's maize crop could be up by 6%, estimating it at uh, 61 million tons. So this is a good boost to global maize production, which uh, at this point is expected to be somewhat sideways. But if these increases that are estimated in South America were to be shaved off to an extent that maybe it's a it's a sideways crop, uh, which means we get a similar harvest as to last season or even smaller season, then that means that global maize prices could start to increase and that would have an issue on global food price story which we are already stuck in in that environment. Many of the people are hedging or hoping that South America will have a good crop so that the story of the global food price inflation changes from what we have. And the other thing that is important is soybean, of course. Soybean is important for feeding cattle, feeding poultry, and a uh, lot of people in China use it for feeding uh, uh, pigs and the stuff. So it's very important in the, in the, in the protein market because in, the, in all of the livestock sector, soybeans make a, a huge component of the feed onto that. And the Brazilians are expecting their soybeans production to be up by 17%, uh, forecasting it at um, 145 million tons. While the Argentinians expect their soybean harvest to be up by 14% from a previous season and estimating at 48 million tons for the 2022-23 season. Now, this improvement is on the back of an expected um, uh, expansion in area plantings and also favorable weather conditions, as, as I've noted. Um, and both of these countries will start planting around about the same time as South Africa. All of us in, South, in, in, in the Southern Hemisphere, they'll start planting really in large part uh, from about mid-October in a month's time from now. We will start monitoring about how the planting conditions are going in South America um, and also the story of the weather on how it's impacting them. But I think the hope is that a weak weather, um, a weak La Nina or weather event would then enable all of these positive outlooks that we are talking about to be a reality. Because even if the yield is not improving that much in South America, those numbers uh, or those increases that they are expecting in their harvest could pretty much come from um, an expansion in area plantings. And if then that be becomes a reality, when you're looking at the global soybean uh, crop, the global soybean crop could pretty much improve from the levels that we were in last year. Um, and the stocks also improve, which would mean that then prices could somewhat come slightly under pressure and we'll continue on this momentum that we've already seen over the past four months or so um, of the global prices coming down somewhat softly. But if then um, the picture changes from this, there are implications for global stocks and there are implications for those prices. So in essence, the Southern Hemisphere region is a month away from what many people in South Africa and also in the world um, that are participating in agricultural market usually call a weather market. Uh, we call it a weather market because it's a period where the weather is very uh, weather matters a lot on farmers' decision making. Farmers may look at the weather and decide what area they will plant, and also for market prices of agricultural commodities. Um, many people that are trading and doing all kinds of things on agriculture they look at the weather and they factor it through in their decision making about what they buying, what are they hedging, and all of the activities that they do. 
So uh, broadly, though, is that we, we, we look like we will be in a period of a more forgiving weather conditions than I initially uh, feared. But I think this is something that we will have to monitor. And as I said at the start of this uh, segment, we, we will be talking about the weather more frequently um, than in the past couple of weeks as we are in this period between October going into February next year. But for South Africa, though, um, the important date I would say we all need to pay attention on is the 26th of October 2022, uh, about a month away or again from now, because that's the date where we will know how much area will farmers actually plant for their summer crop. By summer crop, again, I'm referring to all of those crops I had mentioned earlier, which is basically uh, maize, soybeans, sunflower, sorghum, dry beans, uh, groundnuts or peanuts. So the, for how much we will be planting, um, that, that number will be clear on the 26th of October. This is a date where the Crop Estimates Committee will release the farmers' intentions to plant data that will do this kind of a survey and uh, ask farmers about the area that they think they will plant and also observe via satellite some of the area that farmers have already plant, planted and sort of come up with a view about how much that area will be. In my view, I think that the area will remain roughly unchanged. Normally, South Africa plants its summer crops in about 4.1 million hectares and i think we will be in that range of a 4.1 million hectares um again this year i've seen some of the early estimates that were coming from co colleagues at the uh, usda uh, united states department of agriculture pretoria office they were also generally positive they were looking at maize and some of the grains and they were also positive about the area planting for south africa so that's all that we, we we're looking at at this time around i'll come back next week with some of the other themes that are important which i had already signaled around stories of logistics that needs to be discussed in depth um particularly as it relates to trade but those are all things that i will be discussing um in the coming weeks um i'll leave it there for now my name is wandi lesislobo i'm an agricultural economist based in pretoria if you want to read more about some of our work in agricultural economic matters you can go to the organization that i work for its website is www.agbiz.co.za agbizagbiz.co.za or to go to my blog which is wandilesislobo.com as my name appears um, in this podcast um, that's it for now thank you for listening